In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, we get square on the definition of Parthenon, Bill comes up with a wonderful John Wooden quote, and we answer the question, is cold calling dead? Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast in sales podcast history. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Billy Kasky. Trying to focus in on that, uh, you know, that, that statement that we make. Um, hey, a couple of requests for you fine listeners out there. The first is we are mailbag. Co-video mailbag is open. And so if you'd like to uh, send us an audio question, audio situation, record yourself saying, here's my problem. Here's my struggle. Will you please take my put my answer, take my question on the air, give us the answer. The co-video mailbag is open. Uh, that's one thing. Second thing is Bill and I are now booking out for 2018. Uh, I will tell you, if you have a sales meeting, sales retreat, especially if it's somewhere warm in February, warm in February, we can be bribed. We can. Mm-hmm. So uh, shoot us an email in the subject line for that when You put come see us and send that to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Come see us, and we'll start the ball rolling on coming to visit you. I think we have a couple of calls here lined up in the next couple of weeks from people who we want do. to bring us in for either later in the year or next year. So that, that topic is already starting to uh, starting to become hot, is how do we how do we train our people? I had a couple of um, shout-outs. Oh, please, yeah, please. One to Tara Kutzley. Yeah. Tara is the, uh, I think she might be the leader of the Verizon B2B team in Charleston, South Carolina. And they all listen to the Advanced Selling Podcast oh, down there. I like. Yeah, and they, I think she turns it on and lets it go, and that's the sales meeting. That's so a, good job, a Tara. smart she woman. Leaves, she goes to Starbucks, comes I back, love it. and it's over. And the sales team is that much more uh, empowered and uh, <laughs> that's trained right. up and coached up after she gets back. I love it. And her Hi, boss Tara. comes and says, hey, what's going on with this team? They're really doing well. And oh, Tara says, well, you Just know, Bill and Brian just... <laughs> teaching my people. Uh-huh. I love it. So thanks, Tara, for that. Hi, and Tara. also, um, yeah, that's it. Oh, that that's it. it. I've got some other <laughs> names here, but I'm... <laughs> Need to edit those or go to the pronunciation grid? Yeah, that's right. You know, we have that French. in uh, in, in uh, college and NFL football games when you get the, you get this press sheet that's for the announcers, and they have the pronunciations of all those oh, all the names on there because yeah. some of them are difficult to pronounce. It's interesting. Yeah. My name is never on there. <laughs> Brian Neely. <is laughs> yeah. One of my pet peeves. If I had a dime for every person that calls me Neely, the E is silent. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Today we're posing a question. This is a little bit more of a uh, kind of an interview, a little uh, not not a debate per se, but a topic. Is cold calling dead? Is cold calling dead? This is something if you pay attention on LinkedIn, if you're a sales professional, yeah. there's a lot of buzz these days about whether sales professionals should use cold calling as a strategy and or a technique to develop new leads in the top of the funnel. And so Bill and I are going to give our two cents on that topic today and let you listen. Uh, we are also going to uh, post this topic up in the LinkedIn group because we think this is one that's yeah. loaded. We'd love to hear from your uh, you listeners about what you think about cold calling. Is it a strategy? Is it not? What should we do? How should we use it? All those sorts of things. So mm-hmm. we're going to delve into this highly, highly uh, charged it's a, it's topic. A charged it's so, topic. such a charged topic in the it's, world of it's palpable. B2B sales. It's palpable. It is, yeah. So you want to take a stand? You want to well, start? Well, I never thought about this too much until you brought it up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think about yeah. I don't think about cold calling that much because, A, I don't do it and never have done it, and, B, most of my clients um, either have referrals or they have other lead generation systems. So when you brought it up today and said it's kind of a trending topic on LinkedIn, I was... I was interested in that because yeah. I don't I don't see it that much. I don't I, I don't doubt that it is. I do think something you said in the pre-show is that the top of the funnel is where all the pain is. Yes. 
And so however you decide that you're going to fill the top of the funnel, cold calling, LinkedIn, connections, seminars, whatever, that's really the issue is how are we filling the top of the funnel with people who have real problems and who can be considered real prospects? Yes, yeah. And I think every listener to this program would all raise their hands. 100% of them say, I, I could use some more action yeah. in the top of the funnel, just some more leads coming down and filtering down. So this is a universal problem. The question is, how do you go about tackling the problem? Mm-hmm. Is cold calling. So a couple of definitions we need to set uh, on the table first. The first is, we have uh, lots of outside sales professionals that are in their cars, driving around their territories, trying to drum up new business. And so there's one type of cold calling people think of the drop-in, right, where I go and visit a place where I have no appointment, I may or may not have a name, and I drop in and try to get the name or get an appointment to see somebody. That's one brand of cold calling. The other is actually on the telephone, where we have what's buzzy now in the world of technology, and I'm going to say it, SaaS. <laughs> in the SaaS world, we have the, I'm going to say it again, SDR, <laughs> sales development rep. You're going where I think you're going, uh, my friend. Almost. And all these people exist. All, all they do is cold call on do. the telephone, yeah. right? And so there are a couple different brands of this cold calling. So we want to talk about that a little bit. Like, okay, is that what they should be doing? Is that the highest and best use of time mm-hmm. right now? So do you want to tackle them separately or kind of go together? You want to go theory down to specifics? What do you think, Bill? Oh, what man. do you think? It's loaded. It's a loaded topic. Well, I think the easiest one is the first one, which is where a sales professional, external, outside, has a territory, and they're responsible for a certain amount of business and quota. And so then they're always faced with this issue of how do I generate business? Cold calling might be the way they start the process. But I think that's very different than the SaaS SDR model. It is. I agree. But I think we can... Do you want to cover that first? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So so let's go outside first. I'm outside. Territory rep. I got a territory. Should I be cold calling? Should I be dropping on people called yay or nay? Okay. Want me to go first? Yeah, go. Uh, I think uh, you should only do this after you've done a few other things. Specifically, those things would be um, identifying by company, by name, by title, the people that you actually want to interact with via LinkedIn or um, there's some other uh, tools and websites that you can use um, to help you find people. All right? So... I don't think it should be your number one strategy, for sure. I think you should do some I other agree. things uh, first. And then once you identify those people, you should move into that second-level connection to see if you can get a warm introduction either from a customer, client, or friend of yours first. Once you've exhausted all those things, then I am okay with you dropping yeah. in on someone to see who you can meet because I think you've uh, exhausted the, the more efficient methods to try to get a new meeting with someone in a territory. I concur, Brian Neely. Dokie, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I don't, I don't uh, disagree with anything there. I think that okay, it's a, that? it, uh, it fits in with the. If you look at this as a Parthenon, which we've talked about before, it's it's not all cold calling. It's not all LinkedIn. It's not all anything. It's a combination of lots of different things that you're doing, and different channels that you have out there working. I think it's important, but it's not nearly as important as connecting on LinkedIn. No, so it's good. Or connecting outside. Uh, can you uh, help me with the Parthenon thing? What's a Parthenon? Yeah, the, the Parthenon is a Greek structure that has columns or pillars. Yeah. And it's the old Jay Abraham thing about never put all your eggs in one basket. So if oh, you're going to have something that is stable, you'll have lots of different vehicles in cold calling or lead generation. You got cold calling, you got webinars, you got bop, bop, yep. you got all different things. So I thought Parthenon part. was just a plate, like there's the, the Parthenon is one place. Isn't there a, a famous, is it an amphitheater called the Parthenon? I thought or is that in yeah. Greece? It's in somewhere over there. Okay. Yeah. 
back from my Latin club days. Uh, okay, so I think that answers that one. Okay. Uh, I would say one little asterisk there. If you're in a territory, and I'm a fan of this, I am okay with you cold calling connectors. If you know people in your marketplace that uh, are non-competitive, that you know also call on the same type of person that you do, they're another sales professional, I am absolutely okay with you calling on those sorts of people. Okay? Good on? thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look like just zero. double checking. Bunch to make of sure. zeros. No, here. we're good. We're 824, 825, 826. Okay. okay. Now let's move to the inside. No. Oh, sorry. You haven't <laughs> let me go yet. You just went on the, no, the Parthenon and everything. Oh, uh, Parthenon. Uh, screw the Parthenon. <laughs> um, but here's this, and this goes for both inside and outside. So maybe this is a good okay. segue, if oh, you will. Oh, I like it. Is, you know, I think a lot of times we forget that the there is a there is a funnel there is a sequence of events from the time that I first make that call to the time that a person becomes a client and I don't think sales professionals and definitely not a lot of marketing people I know we have some listening but uh, if you do this then I'm sorry for the insult <laughs> spend a lot of time with funnel so I, what is the what is your sales funnel I don't mean sales funnel like well I got prospects suspects I don't mean that I'm talking about when, when you meet somebody and you do a drop-in or you do a LinkedIn or a cold call, where are you taking them? Yeah, that's good. And I think if you're going to create something that's scalable, truly scalable, so that you're not waking up every freaking after, you know, every the first of every month saying, okay, I got to start over again today. I think you need to be thinking, I think you need to be thinking about what's the funnel. And the funnel might be maybe you drop in and you hand off a white paper that you did, and you introduce yourself to the owner and say, I know you're busy. I just wanted to hand this off to you. It's a, it's a checklist or it's a white paper on how to get more out of your accounting services. I'll, I'll follow up later with you. And then you follow up later, and there's something else. And I'm not saying it's always got to be collateral or some kind of document, but what is that funnel? Because yep. chances are, if you've been in business longer than a year, there's things that work and there are things that don't work. And you just got to figure out What's that sequence of events? So whatever yeah. you do, inside, SDR, BDR, LinkedIn, uh, drop-in, cold call, you, you engage them in the funnel and you start moving them through it. That prevents you from getting too quick to say, are you a prospect or not, before they've really ever gone through the funnel. Yes. Outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, and in the, uh, I'm going to say it again, SaaS model. You have what's called the MQL, marketing qualified lead, and the problem is, Bill, with what your model is. So the MQ, the marketing does all that, and then once it gets to a certain point, the SDR, you know, gets to it, gets a hold of it, and that sort of thing. Um, this is the MQL for salespeople. What you're talking about, so the right, salespeople right. should have their own version of that. Uh, that's well, how's educating it done by that marketing? Person. It's it's done. Yeah, it's done by. Um, uh, you know, the education, so it's just a like broad marketing. So if I opt point. into an email right. list or something, right. and then right. it and scores still me. might, might call those people. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's different in different places. Yeah. That's kind of a generic thing. Um, so the inside, let's go to that inside yep. cold call thing. Okay, I think now. we have to, <laughs> thank you. We have to do more research than we're doing. I think what we're doing now is we're, we're just worried about 100 calls a day. And so the depth is nil. There's no depth to what I'm doing because I'm so rote and robotic in what I'm doing. Yeah. Therefore, when I do get what I see as a success as an inside salesperson, I get the demo scheduled, air quotes, demo scheduled. Mm -hmm. There is no depth. And when the person gets on that I hand it to the A who does a no. demo, there's no, no depth there. There has to be depth. And depth doesn't take that long. It takes an extra 14, 15 seconds 
if you're going to call somebody to pop on their LinkedIn page and just see their history, where they've been and who they know and that sort of thing. It's just so easy to do. And I'm shocked at how many people don't do that when they're in this kind of cold calling. So mode. you mean depth of knowledge about the yes. person you're calling? Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah. yeah. And, and where they are and their company and that sort of thing. Uh, and I know the the contrarians. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. The contrarians, yeah. the people who are the contrarians that, at what, the gate. They, they are. They are. They, they're they're That's in the gate, right? It's never mind. Yeah, we're we're all day in Roman Greece today, right? <laughs> Should have worn my toga. Why <laughs> didn't I wear my no, toga? Uh, I won't. Don't worry. Uh, my fraternity, though, had a toga party in college. It was a big, the beta toga. We'll talk about that Brian, later. Brian, <laughs> that was 35 years ago. So let's come present. It was really fun, though. Um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so um, the yeah. depth. I was talking about the depth. Yeah. So um, when we just focus on the volume of the calls, um, we miss the chance to go deep and find out other yeah. information about the person that I'm talking to and or the buyer. And I'm not I'm talking rapport stuff like they like bass fishing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about their their where they've been, their career path, what they do, their role, who else in there. Of, a lot of people that like bass fishing. Exactly, right? <laughs> so, so do you fish? Oh, you're from Wyoming. You oh, must see, like to fish. What's that fish on the right, wall? Did exactly. you catch that? Like, nope, this isn't my office. Thanks, though. Well, here's, here's something that I heard from a, a person that I spoke with about a month ago who had just gone through a, we'll call it a, a big five sales training program. Got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. And it's good, uh, good, good. a three or four day immersion where they yep. bring you into wherever and they do it. And you you would have you would have heard of this. Yep. I'll write it down. Yep. Let me see this. Where is it? Uh-huh. Okay, you've heard uh-huh. of that. I have okay. heard of that okay. one. Yep. So anyway, there's several of those and, uh, and that's cool. They're good. But they don't teach any technique in those. Yeah. It's interesting because they teach a lot of theory and they teach a lot of, well, you got to find out where the pain is. You got to find out where their needs are, what their expectations are. You got to find out who in the organization is the fox and the hen and the, you know, <laughs> the bear and who are all the decision makers. And I, I do like that. I think you need to know that the land, the, the lay of the land, but there's never any technique. And I asked the person who I was speaking with, I said, well, did they tell you how to find the pain and how to find the person who's going to be making the decision? Yeah. And they said, no, they just said, find them. Right. Well, that's a huge problem. Yes. <laughs> and so if you're getting trained by that's these good. big five and they're in there talking theory and academic, uh, you know, just academic theory, and you're not getting down to, okay, well, how do I ask the question yeah. that's supposed to be finding out whether this person that I just got on the phone with 30 seconds ago, and I'm going to ask them questions about what their problems are. Yeah. They don't even know me. No. How's that going to work? That's great. And the answer is it's not going to work. It isn't. So I think as you think about cold calling and, again, whether it's a, a SAS, a SDR, you've got to figure out a way to gain trust quickly and, and maybe not even ask those questions on the first call. I might even suggest the first call yes. is just, you know what? Yes. This yes. is Bob Smith. I'm yes. a SDR. I have no idea if anything that we do. I just wanted to reach out, make a connection. If we want to talk later, we can. Yeah, what's going on there in Boston? I mean, right. maybe that's a better way because now when you call them back, there's a, tr- there's a little totally. trust Totally. It's an awareness call. And we're trying to vault the process. I know you've got your book, right? To, to yeah. get a demo real quick and get them on. And we're just measuring the behavior. Like, because that's how we're Paid that's and it. measured, yeah. and that's what's missing in the cold calling model, in my opinion. When it's inside, is that it's not aligned with the customer's best interest. That's what I believe to be true. I agree. If you align it with the customer's best interest, I'd say cold call all day long because it'll come through nice and clear. 
But instead, if we like, if we're going to do that, what I'd love to do, maybe some people do this, show the customer the scoreboard to say, yeah, today I make about 85 calls a day. My goal is to get, you know, 10 of you on the, mm-hmm. on the hook to do a, uh, to do a demo. And if I do that, I get to bang this gong or this drum back here and, and then bang it and as then, a sample, exactly right. <laughs> like like this, and like then, and so, then, and then pass you off to an AE whose job it is to close you. So if you want to do that, um, when can I schedule the demo? Yeah. Let's just be transparent about what's going on. Um, I think it's it's hidden in there sometime. We just like looking at the dashboard, trying to mechanize it. And I think it's so John, a better way to do it. John yeah. Wooden, yes, familiar with John? Heard Wooden. of him? He was a coach, uh, was. coach UCLA for yep. uh, many years, basketball coach. He just yes. died here a few years ago. Yep. He used to have a saying. I may have even mentioned it. Did I? Were we talking about I don't this? Know. Let's hear it. His saying was, "Go slow to be fast." Ah. And the, and I think it's the same thing here. Maybe on the first cold call we can go a little slower, which will help us speed up the end result because we're not going to run into all the resistance that, that we would if we start going a little too fast. Yes, I, I like that. Go That's slow to beautiful. Go slow to get past. Go is. slow to speed up. I've yeah. I've learned that I don't know. I've not fact checked this. Maybe Doug can fact that, check this. That first responders, when you see them g- going to a big scene or something like that, first responders always walk. You notice that? Mm-hmm. They do. They always walk. They never run. Because if they fall down and get hurt, it damages the oh. process. So they oh. always walked swiftly. They always walk. I'm always wondering, why are they walking? Go There's slow, like this guy's like, like his legs like compound fracture. <laughs> How would you do Sticking it? out, Fly. sprint out there. <laughs> get You'd it, be flying the other way, though. <laughs> but they do. They go slow to yeah. go fast because they yeah. know it's methodical. Like I feel like in the ER they do this as surgery. It's got some rhythm yeah. to it, right? But it's not frantic. And that's what I feel like what you just said. Yeah. Is cold calling, we're frantic sometimes. I got 140 calls. I got 170. I get that. It's like slow down to go fast. And, and leaders, you feed into this. You do. Managers, sorry, but you feed into this because of your fancy, clever schemes, payment <laughs> schemes and measurement schemes and metric schemes. And we've heard them all. Yep. And Brian and I have been in the room together we when have. people have explained these things to us. And, and after we leave, we always say, is that going to be the best way to inspire people to do their best work, bring their best game every day, and get the results? And the answer is no. But in absence of anything else, that's all you have. That's to. what you'll use. Yep, absolutely. Good stuff. Send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Put come see us into the subject line if you'd like Bill, Brian, both of us to come visit you. We'd love to go do that 2018. Okay, see you next time. Bye.